Passionate DJ Podcast, where it's all about becoming a better DJ through passion and purpose. And now, your host, David Michael. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael, and I'm hanging with the whole crew. How you doing, fellas? Good, man. I yeah. Well. Mo, what, what is this I'm drinking right now? This is a lovely IPA made by Samuel it was, Adams. It is Sam Adams. Yeah. Rebel Grapefruit IPA. 6.3% so, alcohol by volume. This is pretty good. I'm, I'm typically, I'm not a big grapefruit guy, but this is more IPA than grapefruit. I'm digging it. Yeah. See, that's yeah. exactly why I didn't go for it, because I'm more grapefruit, but I know I'm not an IPA Here, guy. Give it a taste, man. Yeah. Give it a hork. Yeah. <laughs> give it a hork. Yeah. That's when you know it's it's uh, the warmer days are coming is when you start to see the uh, sounds little fruity sounds like beers. like bitter ass to me. To each his own, I guess. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, like I've, I've got it's summary. Some, yeah, there's there's some IPAs out there that make you feel like you're sucking on a bar of soap. Though and I'm like, eh, I'm good. I'm Once good. some of the German stuff comes out, I'll uh, I'll definitely bring you some. You, you'll probably dig it. Don't yeah. You? Nice. yeah. So we've got to address this big Sasha show, man. I've just got to say congratulations to you, Tony, for a job well done. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, that's what you had on your Facebook status. Well, I think think what's really cool is that, like, as we do this little recap here, we have got four very distinct perspectives perspectives and points of view because we all kind of had... Like I didn't have a role, and I'm using that in air quotes here, you know. But um, but you know, we were all doing different things. We were all doing sure. very different things from different perspectives of the show. So yeah, yeah. I, now the one thing that I'm I am disappointed about is that I I found you a lot, Tony, but you were always working. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it was unavoidable. I huh? got away for a minute. Um, and it was probably literally one minute. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I saw you for a total of like six minutes at like two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's the downside of yeah. a successful yeah. event. Um, Absolutely. I mean, the whole night felt like a minute. It went by so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I got about 10 minutes of dance floor time. I went back. I actually didn't get on the stoop that I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. I got Which I was more than it. ready to clear it. Yeah. yeah. I, I got behind it because the whole night... Um, you know, when Sasha went on, that's all. That's what I wanted to do was listen to Sasha, you know, and uh, really didn't get the opportunity. But that 10 minutes I went onto the floor and on my way to the floor, I was, hey, Tony, hey, Tony, hey, Tony, hey, Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony, I finally, Tony. Made, I finally found this crew of people that I didn't know and they were right behind that stoop. So I kind of got into their mix a little bit, not. You know, I didn't talk yeah. to them. Kind of <laughs> Not over being by weird them, or anything. Put yeah. my head down, just <laughs> danced around for a few minutes, and then somebody noticed me and came over and started talking to me. And I'm like, Which is saying something, because if people yeah. who have seen, you know, haven't seen masks before don't understand, it's pretty easy to hide in masks. Yeah. Like, it, there's so much going right. on, and it's, yeah. it's especially a weird when, combination. Especially when it's packed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there's a weird combination of really bright and really dark in there yeah. that yeah. it's hard to yeah. see at all times. On the periphery, yeah. it's pretty bright, because you have the bar and you have the VIP booths. And then, but in the floor where the dance floor is, it's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. And it, I'd say, especially that night, because you kept it darker. Yeah, on yeah. Purpose, yeah, yeah so, that's you know. what that's what Sasha wanted. But yeah. uh, man, it's it, it, there were so many people there. Did, yeah. did you ever hear numbers on that? Um, I, know it I don't was up know there. an exact count, but it was uh, right around the seven hundred range. Oh, wow, yeah. that's nice. great, yeah. man. So we saw some passionate DJs. I got to give a special shout out to Jack Walsh, who yeah. uh, came out again and hung out. And yeah, it was super awesome to see him. Yeah, yeah, we we chatted for, geez, most of the time uh, that after I went and hid in the back. But that was where I went. I went and hid in the back of the room. I was gonna room. say, like after you <laughs> after you got off the decks. I mean, I was pasted to the glass, <laughs> yeah. train spotting everything <laughs> the whole time. Like just for, for me, it was yeah. a lot like what you said. It was the whole night was like a minute. I mean, it was. You know, other than leading up to to me playing, that was like the longest few minutes ever. But afterwards, it was like you know, people just stopping, grabbing, and talking. Oh my God, Sasha's here! Uh, you did a great right, job, right, right. and have you seen Tony? And by the time that was all done, it was like, holy, it's time to leave. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's one thing about <laughs> even not throwing a show and going to a show, watching Sasha and Digweed. It's when they start and when they finish. It's like it was timeless, you know, yeah. like so much time went by, but you don't realize that time went by. Right. And it's just like, holy shit, where did time go? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's, we seemed like you had a good time. I, I hope that we, uh, we showed up, you know, well for our city. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, everybody came man with their a game. It was awesome. Um, 
just to be able to do that for our city, you yeah. know what I mean, is is just enough. Yeah, and absolutely. It was, it was, and I, you posted a picture um, of you and Sasha, and I mm-hmm. spotted in his hand a passionate DJ. Oh bag. yeah, he grabbed it. He <laughs> took it home. I'm super stoked. <laughs> so you're probably not listening to this, but if you are, thank you for taking that home. Right, Come on the right. show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, was, it was cool. I've got a cool little uh, blurb to throw out there. So okay. like, I mean, absolutely. I'm like, I just like I just said, I was pasted to the glass for like two and a half hours. Yeah, your perspective would have been dance floor most nights. Oh, yeah. Mo worked, you know, the the back behind the booth area so he didn't get the front so yeah, right. you were like, like security like? Yeah, yeah, oh, i was working man. security for you the were right area. up front in the midst of I mean, everything it, it it it's hard to get me to go into fanboy mode but you know i mean <laughs> but it was captured on film right i mean <laughs> but you know sasha for me i mean for for those of us that you know were into progressive and trance and the tech side mm-hmm. and all of that you know back in the 90s you know like that that's a set that I've been waiting twenty years for. So yeah, of Absolutely. course I like went yeah. <laughs> fanboyed out. But what was really cool? So like I was there while while David was wrapping up in his last half hour. And then, like, which he killed by the uh, way, absolutely, yeah, you, absolutely, you crushed it, man. nailed it. <laughs> Appreciate that. I mean, just it, we'll it was come a back. lot. It was we'll, a lot of fun. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Okay. But so like. Sasha goes on and, you know, so me and, uh, uh, and a couple of friends are up there and we're just, we're totally feeling it. And I'd say it was probably about an hour in. And then all of a sudden Sasha just kind of takes this, like not a total left turn, but you know how he just kind of winds back and forth. And then he just starts up this upward trajectory and hits this track that just has this certain energy to it. And like, you know, I don't know if it's the gin that was hitting me right, or <laughs> the music was hitting me right, or if it was both of them hitting me right, but just everything about the atmosphere, everything about it, and I just, it hit me, and I got goosebumps. Awesome. And you know, when you get that feeling, like, you don't want that to end. So, as, as everything's grooving, and I'm all like... I gotta figure out what that track is. I have to know. So, so were you Shazam and Sasha? <laughs> Actually, Tom Reed was trying. Yeah, <laughs> and shout, it was not working. Shout out to Tom Reed, and it did not work. Um, so, what I did is I pulled up Facebook on my uh, phone, and you know how they can do those like color statuses now. Mm-hmm. So, I pulled one up and I made it yellow so that it was easily, you know, uh, you know, attracting the, the eyes. High contrast. Yeah. 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 So then I I typed track ID in all caps with a bunch of exclamation points and and question marks, and I held my phone up. Like, now, I mean, for for you guys listening at home, like, I'm right there. Like, you know, if... There's like a piece of plexiglass. He's sitting right behind home plate, essentially. (laughs) Right, right. I could reach out and slap Sasha on the nose if I wanted to, but, like, of course I don't want to, but, you know. Um, So I'm holding my phone up, and then Sasha sees it, and then, you know, kind of has a puzzled look on his face, and he kind of motions to his tour manager and, you know, points at me. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. The dude's busy. But <laughs> <laughs> but then the tour manager sees my phone, takes my phone out of my hand, looks, and, like, puts his finger up to motion, like, wait One a minute. second, please. Yeah. And then he goes over to the CDJ with the primary track playing and then opens up a text message puts the artist and track title wow. into a into a drafted text message how freaking for me, cool is that and then hands my phone back like how <laughs> how that cool is, is that yeah. like that has never ever worked ever <laughs> never ever never like, like you know like i thing, thought i was risking getting kicked out yeah. right, right i thought i just know. lost a phone right <laughs> yeah. right i thought maybe this is mine through, now yeah i thought he was maybe going through my pictures and stuff like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, but uh, but no, so like, uh, and I came home and sure as all get out, it was available on Beatport. And I was all like, yes. That is super cool. Yeah. good people, man. He's nice dude. Oh yeah. He yeah, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 He was a really so, nice guy. Um, so that was, that was a really cool experience. Part of that whole experience, you know, wait 20 years to see somebody. And then all of a sudden, you know, ah, yeah. So was that your first time seeing him live? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah me yeah. too. So, yeah. It was, so, but giving some more props to Harley, uh, Tony, you had stepped away from the booth for a little bit and I noticed he'd kind of been alone for about it was probably that six minutes when you slipped away mm-hmm. and i just saw I, was, I saw nobody was really paying attention to him so i kind of crept over and i looked i motioned towards like hey you need anything everything okay mm-hmm. he's like no nah, i'm good and i was like hey man i just want to say thank you for bringing this to our city you know we really appreciate this i was like i've been living listening to him most of my adult life and i was like this is like a huge treat for me i was like i just thank you for bringing him here 
and, he, and no joke, and I told Trip this, he was like, yeah, you know, we had talked to Josh Wink and he said, we really need to come check this place out. So, oh, you know, so we're man. here we are. And I was like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah. victory. 3DM yeah. already put the work in on yeah. that. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so yeah, so let's kick it back over to David for his perspective. Oh, because, I, because before you say <laughs> a word, I have to tell you, like, you know, you you've talked a lot on this on this show about like that role that you felt like you were kind of trapped in. pigeoning your hole to <laughs> you know you know that you were yeah. you you know you were kind of pigeonholing yourself into with the whole being the master of opening the night and and this particular brand or style of 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 deep house and i just got to tell you like no like what you did saturday night was just i mean that that if, if there was ever a left turn at Albuquerque, you took it, yeah, and 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 did it in a in a, Thanks, in, a in a perfect commanding way. I mean, you you didn't start off too hard. You took everybody on that journey, and yep. by the time, like there was like almost this definitive moment, like just a little bit, like I don't know, maybe 20, 25 minutes in, and then all of a sudden it was just like everybody hook line and sinker yeah. and it's just you had a meeting out of your hand man. i mean yeah just i mean it, like i'm sitting here doing this like scooping thing with my hands because it's just like you were like you know like harry potter or some kind of a wizard or something like just it's the glasses it, <laughs> right? like, but you know what i mean like it, the the your your track selection your mixing everything was on point well and Thanks, then man. he was giving plenty of love to the crowd too yeah you know i don't know if you were cognizant of what you were doing but you were definitely giving a lot of attention i was kind of self-conscious about that mm -hmm. in particular because that was a lot of people you know in, in that size of a room and so i didn't want to look like a complete zombie mm -hmm. but so it was like okay i want to interact but then i become very self-aware of every little smile or motion that i make or what, like what if i look like an idiot you know <laughs> so yeah i was trying to blow past that but uh yeah i know there were some moments i hung like hunkered down over the mixer and was like real real into it but sure. I, I was okay with that as long as i didn't do it the whole time right right no absolutely so, yeah but I, I appreciate that man that that means yeah. a lot and i have to give um he's gonna hate that i did this but i have to give a special shout out to uh, my buddy tommy yeah. um who was there for that and yeah. he's when it comes to this sort of, you know, I've talked about him in passing on the show before. He's mm -hmm. the guy whose whose record collection I have now. He's a right. semi-retired DJ, but he's the guy that taught me a lot about that kind of music, about mm -hmm. Sasha and old progressive house, the, what we used to call progressive house. And um, I told him, you know, he wasn't sure if he was going to make it or not, but I told him I was like, you know, I, you know, if you can't make it, that's fine. He was like, but but I have to tell you that I'm playing to you tonight. Like you're the avatar. You're the guy that I'm seeing in my head when I play. And uh, he showed up and you know, was tearing up a little bit when I came down. And he had a great time and we had a little bro moment. And yeah. It was really super awesome. So I just gotta, gotta publicly say uh, thanks to my buddy Tommy, Absolutely. also known as Gunner. Yeah. I'm bummed I missed your so. set, man. Hey, I mean, I was there for bits and pieces of it, but. That's the beginning of the night. You, you gave me a, a fist bump before you had to go pick up the, yeah, the man. I remember tapping on the back and I said, make sure you're on your yeah, game. I'm getting ready to go pick yeah. Yeah. You guys make sure you're on your best mixing game. And I'm like, oh, great. No pressure. Don't screw up, David. But how cool is that, though? Like, to be honest, that that feeling when you're playing and you're that direct support and that artist kind of walks up behind you getting ready to take the decks and you're right there. Like, that's really yeah. fucking cool feeling. Yeah, Pardon was... my French, but... No, it, that's a really cool feeling, man, yeah. isn't it? It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was big. It it felt big yeah. for sure. You know, it for was... I mean, obviously, any 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 <clears throat> performing DJ's like ultimate dream is to be that headliner. But if you can't be that headliner, you know, well, that's then, just about as good. Yeah, man. direct support really. is 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 a truly humbling yet incredibly fulfilling and, you know, ego filling even a little bit you know there's yeah. just there's this like it's awesome mix yeah. yeah there's this awesome of mix of a lot of uh challenge but yet fulfillment and just you know there's all of that uh, you know just kind of all mixed up into that one experience yeah. and 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 every time i'm i that i get the chance to do direct support like i'm just i'm glowing for like a week after like just ah 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. I um, if I were to have done that like out of town somewhere or like at a festival, like it would have been cool and it would have been awesome to have all that energy. But there's also something to like, like doing it in your backyard. Yeah, these are my people, you know, and right. like I get to have this share this thing with my, with my peeps. Right, right. You know, and that so that was pretty cool to be able to to see people come in from out of town that I didn't know and people that I did all resonating with that and, and saying similar things and getting similar feedback. And so understanding, you know, how that all worked, it was just, man, it was, it was cool, man. So I, I got nothing to say, but thank you. Absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah, You're welcome. Thank sure. you, man. You and, filled and the role properly. For me watching you, it was amazing to see like how happy you were like, in it, I, mean, I was you, trying not to cheese the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, you were cheesing, you were getting it, and you were on your. I mean, you were on point, dude. You were just crushing it. I just and so where I'm situated, I was working security, and I'm off to David's right, probably about fifteen to twenty feet away, but close enough where I can see directly at him, and he yeah. is just in the zone, dialed in, just speaking to the people and just having like the time of his life and. You know, if he was cheesing all night, the moment when Sasha like tapped him on the shoulder, dude, your smile got like a hundred <laughs> times bigger. And I wish so. I was probably turning red too. Yeah, you just so tell I, him there. I, I, I wish I could would have been able to take out my my phone and take pictures of you just to capture those couple <laughs> moments. But you know, my role was different, and I had to, you know, present myself in a specific way. Obviously, taking pictures is not what I'm supposed to be. It was not what I was there to do that night. But man, I wish just that forever in my head, watching that exchange. That's that's something I'm gonna remember for a really long that's time. That's cool, dude. man. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, cool. that was that was special. Well, hey, I'm, I got to pass the props right back to you because, man, we were Stacey and I, my wife and I were talking. Like, man, you had your game face on for that security <laughs> role. Like, my, my wife doesn't come out too often, and but this was a and big I didn't deal. Even so see her, but yeah, 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 she came out and and we were standing there next to the VIP, and she saw Mo, who was kind of standing there guarding the the rope, you know, and she's like, looks at him like. Oh shit! That guy's scared. Oh hey Mo, <laughs> like I had no idea. Like you just—he had like his and for anyone you know, who muscle who shirt has, and his hat. I was and his gonna say for anybody who and, hasn't seen a picture of Mo, like how tall are you? Big six dude. four. Not six two. No okay so yeah. okay so yeah. six four six yeah. two. What? You're over six foot. I'm not. Whatever. <laughs> so like but yeah six two. I'm not a small individual. Well, you know, yeah, you know yeah, how yeah. to carry yourself, yeah. too. You're uh, gonna, in CrossFit, you're a military yeah. guy. That's what I was going to say. You're, what, a couple hundred pounds? Um, I, yeah, I, I walk around about 240. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking lean muscle, just... And and trust me, I see him out here when he's like <laughs> lifting weights and dragging sleds and glistening in the sunlight, right, taking down a Pegasus, <laughs> grilling it later. <laughs> no, but anyway, but uh, but no, my favorite comment. I don't know who it was, but it was a friend of yours. Oh, when I yeah, he I took posted. A, I took a selfie. Before yeah, he I took went a out. selfie yeah. of himself in in, in his in his uh, uh attire in his attire. And, and my favorite comment, somebody said, is that your, uh, is that medium shirt from your personal stash? <laughs> extra, extra medium. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, no, it came with the kit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously. Yeah, you wear smaller shirts and make you look bigger. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't need to look bigger. <laughs> I need to look smaller. But no, I, um. Yeah, no, I mean, it, Mo did a great job, and and it was and it was a, a lot of fun to watch you in action. Yeah, because well, I guess yeah. You, yeah, you guys have never seen me like in that with that hat on. It, yeah. Right. yeah, because like it's literally like, and figuratively. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was because it, it was funny because there were there were definitely you know it, there you know at any event there's always somebody who's trying to sneak into VIP and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, you know. Some people, namely pretty girls, are usually able to schmooze their way, you know, past the security guy or whatever. And Mo with the like Teflon was Hell just like, no. nope. <laughs> that was my favorite thing when I when I came home with Stace. I was like, did you? S I, I walked to the front. She was waiting in the back. I came back as we were leaving. You were still standing there, yeah. and there was a girl trying to do that, trying yeah. to get back and like showing her cleavage and like stuff and. I was like, it was so funny because Mo was just like a stone <laughs> up there. I'm like, she has no idea. Like that, that ain't gonna work. Right, right. He's too much of a professional, man. You, got, you can do that all day. He's just gonna. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, but but that part was fun for me. You know, kind of 
coordinating with Tony, you know, with him delivering the package and everything like that. So (laughs) it was kind of cool. Like, you know, I knew exactly when he was coming and when he was going because Tony was keeping me abreast and like people are just kind of trying to hover and, you know, I had the earpiece and everything, man. Yeah. So I just kind of like, you know, when I knew he was coming, you know, just kind of got in the way of people and then people are trying to push by me and I'm like, no, dude, you gotta wait, (laughs) you know? So that was really cool to like, to be able to, you know, facilitate that, you know, the, because, you know, people paid a lot of money to sit in that area. Mm -hmm. And, and I have to respect that because, I mean, were there people that were very nice to me trying to get back there asking questions and say, Hey, I know Tony, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There were people that were very polite, but you know, in my role that you asked me to fulfill, I can't cheapen that because, you know, if if I had paid that much money to have that exclusivity and just to have it watered down by just people randomly getting in, I'd be upset. So I had to protect the integrity of of what you were trying to sell with that night. Yeah. Cause those, those VIP tables were not cheap, were they? No. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what, what, what did those go for? A thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's not even to mention uh, the whatever writer requirements there were for that. Right, you know, right. I don't know if that was on the paperwork or not. Like, how many people can be around? The, no, um, there wasn't any requirements on it, but I wasn't going to overpack. Yeah, there doesn't it. have to be, no. right? Because <laughs> no. he's in his booth, you know. Yeah. Like, right. But yeah, but masks can turn into a boiler room very quickly yeah. if you yeah. let it. Yeah, yes, it can. Yeah, because there were a couple times where it started. Like, I even felt a little uncomfortable because there were a little bit more people than I felt comfortable being back there. I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, Tony, you want me to clear this out?" You know, if, I, I was going to do it. Yeah. If you anything, know? if the tour manager would have came and said, "Hey, man, let's lighten this up back here." Yeah. But he was cool. He didn't mind at all. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, he's my boss. Yeah. You know exactly. Right. 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 You know, and again, you know, word of mouth travels fast because obviously, you know, Harley was like, you know, him saying that Josh Wink, you know, told us to come check it yeah, out. Yeah, that's what he was telling us. That he he had said that at dinner too, and it, that's it's it's awesome. All these names that we bring in, we make sure they have a good time. Yeah, you know. And, and if I could, and, and and you know, I wasn't behind the decks or anything like that, but mm-hmm. if if I can fulfill that role and help facilitate the quality of a of an experience that our artists can receive, then that's my contribution to the fight, you know, yeah. and, that, and that's what I, that's what I was there to do. And I had a great time. I greatly appreciate I mean, it, man. You but did really I mean, good. as much as I wanted to dance, I couldn't, and it, it was so painful. It was, it, it was, it almost hurt. But, uh, once he went like, like Trip was saying, once he kind of went off to the left and he started playing that older stuff, like uh, yeah. I was like, it was more nostalgic. And mm-hmm. I was like, I felt like I was, you know, 25 again, living back in Japan, like hearing him for the first time. So awesome. that was pretty, I'm sorry, at that point, I kind of like was bouncing and swaying a little <laughs> no, bit, I mean, but you know, you could have danced all you wanted. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it at all. As long as it was in that little area. As long as it was in that little area and you were checking armbands um, with his hand straight out. Stopping yeah. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, met some really cool people. Like a lot of your friends that had purchased the boost back there, mm-hmm. they were very polite and they talked to me like I was a human being, yeah. you know, took care of me, you know, somebody, you know, I got a couple tips, which I wasn't totally expecting. That's not what I was oh, there for, cool. but I thought that was pretty cool. Well, yeah. And, you know, and actually, you know, they were talking to me and I didn't get any tips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ha- you know, having conversations with me and, you know, uh, hopefully hook up with a couple of your friends, Tony, that I mm-hmm. met that night. You know, just good people. Yeah, they're yeah. they're all they're all really good people. Yeah, Downstairs and, seemed like they turned out pretty good too. And oh yeah, had um, a good time. Oh, they had a blast. There was uh, there was one incident downstairs. <laughs> Girl uh, got up on stage, and I didn't know this until I I brought Sasha or uh, I came back from the hotel after dropping Sasha off after a set. Um, There's an ambulance in the in the uh, parking lot. And I didn't know what was going on. I went inside, went upstairs real quick, and uh, the owner of Masks sent me a text. He said that he was heated because somebody pulled the LED wall down. And I was just like, are you kidding me? He sends me a text back of a perfect uh, security Security video video in high def. (laughs) The girl gets up, and she's just holding on to the top of the LED wall in front of the booth, twerking, and just pulls the whole thing down. And it lands right on top of her. Yeah. Uh, Well, hopefully she's okay. Um, I don't know if she's okay or not. I don't know. Like, I don't think they did any follow-up, but the ambulance did take her away. Um, Yikes. Yeah. That was really the only incident of the night. Yeah. That's the cool thing about these shows, too, is, um, you know, you put that many people in a building and just Something's everybody gets along. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, you right. know, nothing major happens I'm outside there's of no fights. No, yeah. none of outside that kind of something of stuff. like that. Yeah. You know, like if that's the worst thing that happened that night. Yeah. Is, you know, relatively Legi- speaking, legitimate accident. Yeah. Yeah. Relatively yeah. speaking, that's I'd say it's a good yeah. ass night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a couple small hiccups, you know, that were kind of behind the scenes. Nothing 
no showstoppers. Yeah. You know. Well, that that's because you and Billy and and your team keep that that clock ticking. You know, and yeah. we we have you guys to thank for that. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. So what's I mean, what's next for three dimensional? How do you top that? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I don't. <laughs> um, I know you. You always have stuff in the works. I don't know what you're allowed to talk about. Topping, topping that. I don't think that's really. I mean, you can't really top. Something you can't. Like that. That, no. that was a. It was a one-off. Like that's what Sasha, you guys do on my birthday yeah. in my hometown. Yeah, but three D three D M isn't quitting. So no, no, yeah. absolutely not. I feel confident you guys <laughs> will bring the heat about again. Topping it, I don't think I could topping it. But up next, you do it again. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> right, do it right. similar. Um, up next, uh, we're shooting for. We have a couple summer dates uh, floating around. Um, one August. Um, and then obviously we're gonna do yikes again. We we put the save date for uh, October fourteenth. Yikes is three dimensionals annual uh, Halloween, Halloween show. Halloween show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're gonna do uh, the same setup as we did uh, for Sasha. We're gonna do two floor. We're gonna use both floors at mask. Cool. Um, we wanted to see how this one went first, you know, just to make sure that we could we could actually do it on both floors. You right. know, so. Um, we're gonna do the same thing for Yikes, but August um, August fourth is a date that we're kind of locking into right now. Okay. It's, um, Mark our calendars. Yeah, it's nothing quite confirmed yet, but okay. You know, well, we'll keep fingers uh, crossed. You know, we get some good news in the next week. We'll keep asking because we, I mean, like I said, we had some passionate DJs uh, show up for Sasha and let alone uh, Stanton Warriors. And yeah, so right, right. I know yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. we're teaming up with um, Tom Reed in September to do uh, his barbecue. Awesome. Um, like yeah. a three dimensional takeover thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All of our artists and uh, out in Cincinnati. Come out, play, cook out, and do all that fun stuff. Um, How are you liking that? Uh, Control S8, by the way, You've been borrowing my. Oh man, I've been um, catching you playing around with it. Man, it's <laughs> it saved me mentally. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I love it. I, um, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot because uh, I have uh, I have the X ones. I like the way the effects are set at the top across instead of up and down. Yeah, um, it's it's a little bit more convenient when I want to, you know. Three and it matches and what's three on three out there. or two in and two out instead of having to do it yeah. up and down, you know. Um, I haven't really got into the uh, remix decks of it yet, um, but I have been every night just playing, mixing, getting back into it a little bit. The only thing I don't like about it um, is the touch strip. I l- yeah. When I when I take acapellas and I want to throw some acapellas in a song, you know, and it's. Um, you know, the acapella is way off and I have to key lock it and I have to, I have to constantly jog it yeah. and, and tweak it a little bit. I like to have a, a like the CDJ for that. Yeah. I don't like the touch strip. It just, it's not as on point. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that the, the control S eight and, and similar mm-hmm. devices really shine when either you're really into track prep and you have everything locked and gridded the mm-hmm. way you want and prepped and cue points and all that. Right. Or you use it as like in a DVS kind of way, where you you know connect turntables or something to it, or, right. or whatever. I'm still, yeah. I'm still. You can do it the, for sure. The but. digital mixer part of it, I don't mind it, but you can tell when you go to hit you know a high pass, low pass, or even if I want to bring a song out real quick for a minute and then bring it right up, it's not. It's there's that smidgen a little of bit of latency, just a little bit, not much to where we could try to get that down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Next time I come over, um, we'll see if we can try get and that. dial it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, man, I, I I like it a lot. Cool. Cool. You thinking about switching back to to full digital now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I'm stay, I stay full digital because right. I mean, CDJs are it's digital, digital, but yeah. I, I I like the pitch control. I like using yeah. the jog wheel. I, I'd ultimately, I'd love you know. An F one or a couple X ones. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the outboard mixer though. Yeah. Um, the Pioneer mixer. Um, maybe one CDJ. You know, it don't have to be two. As long as I have a jog wheel and it's assignable to whatever deck that I want, mm. and then do some digital and one turntable for scratching. Man, that could be a whole. You know, turntable yeah. left, CDJ DJ right, mixer right. in the middle with you know leaflets, yeah. either F one or X one or one of each. You know, nice. Best you of st- all worlds. You, you still know. eyeballing that that Nexus two, so you can get the the dual USB. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> J for changeovers. Yeah, 
when I uh, <laughs> when I win the lottery again. I promise. <laughs> when are you gonna throw throw your next show? It's been a while, huh? Uh, it's been six years. Damn, six years. Since you've thrown like your own show, yeah, yeah, six years. Because the last show that I threw uh, was 2011. Um, we did New Year's that year. Damn, uh, I've thrown a one. show since you've thrown a show. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, through through a party called Square One uh, in Cincinnati. There was a small uh, collaborative of, event, um, uh, and then we we threw a boat party that year. Um, but that was the last year that I think we we did them. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just uh, I I got into a mode where it was just like ah, I wasn't getting as much return out of it. It wasn't it, like it just wasn't scratching the itch type of thing. But um, I don't know. Uh, one of my one of my business partners uh, within the groove. Uh, uh, he had made a mention, hey, we should probably bring these boat parties back. Ooh. And uh, so, well, here's the thing, though. So, uh, you know, we we always we had gotten ourselves into a pattern where we knew what worked as far as like just a small local thing. You know, if you wanted mm-hmm. to get, you know, a core hundred people together, maybe 150 people together. And then, you know, so we, we had the budget set up for that. We had the venue set up for that. Every, like all of the logistics were set up for that. Um, but you know, you keep doing that and it's all the same local lineups and then you don't get as much support and you know, all yeah. of that, all of that tends to wane and then that tends to lay heavy on you. So that's even on the, a boat. You, you saw that same. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the novelty mean, it, wears off. And, right. Right. Oh, after, after so long for sure. Um, so, uh, but one of, uh, the other core, um, members of, of in the groove and I have been talking, um, so, uh, it, we're still in like just talking and planning things out, you know, okay. preliminary budgeting and stuff like that. But, um, if everything works out right, you know, we're, we're looking at maybe bringing those boats back. And this time, instead of doing local lineups, you know, actually investing and bringing in, you know, a headliner that will, you know, uh, bring more of the attendance in and, and, and see, see where it goes. Cause you know, there's a lot of places that have been doing these boat parties, you know, in their cities for like ever. Um, uh, Boston has a huge one. Toronto has one. I mean, they, they're like they, anywhere where there's pretty much a body of water that you can put, you know, some kind of a river boat or a paddle boat yeah. or, you know, those like, you know, bi-level, tri-level boats. Uh, most of the major cities that have that kind of stuff going on, they, they do those types of parties. Boston's got a nice little scene. I, I did a, a business trip to Boston uh, several years ago, and yep. I was like, I wonder what's going on around here. I have no idea. And I was there by myself just looking for something to do, and sure. I found this event called Dancing on the Charles. Oh, okay. Uh, don't know if anybody's familiar, but uh, mm-hmm. shout out to you guys. It was a pretty cool <laughs> event. Uh, it seemed like they had Red Bull as a sponsor, and oh, it was yeah. like nice. there's probably, you know, several hundred people there it was just a random one-off day and they're playing like tech house and stuff and you said this it, was in boston in boston it was yeah, right cool, there on the cool. river it was really cool i don't know if it's the same people that do the boats or not yeah, i'm but. not sure um but yeah i mean it, it you know there's there's definitely um you know I, I don't i don't like calling it a novelty but uh you know, the whole being on a boat thing, you know, especially like with where we are, the body of water that we're actually on is the Ohio River and going back and forth um, in front of the Cincinnati skyline. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, you know, every every city that does those, you know, they find their, you know, their uh, their landmark point and and make that into part yeah. of the experience. You know, and we've we've been really lucky, you know, Jason. Uh, Brooks and I, we've we've got some you know uh, pretty good relationships with, uh, with with some people, so we've been able to bring in a couple of headliners, you know, from time to time, and uh, you know once they hear, oh yeah, sure, no problem, you know, it, you know they give us a discounted rate. We've been able to do that sort of thing, you know, just through you know a, a series of favors, and every time we've done it, I mean, everybody's always loved love these things, so. Um, you were talking about the the Cincinnati skyline, and and not all of our listeners might realize that Cincinnati has a very striking 
oh, yeah. skyline, yeah, especially yeah. like um, when you're driving, at least when you approach from the south. Yeah. Because it's very sudden, at least on 75, you're just That's it, they, driving and driving and driving. And it's all like, of a sudden, bam, yeah. Cincinnati. And it actually has a presence. name. That, that that stretch actually has a name. It's called the Cut in the Hill. <laughs> um, and that's because that's exactly what's what's going on. You're heading north on 75 and just duh, 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 and then all of a sudden, like you said, you turn a corner and it, and that's exactly what it is. It's it's a it's cut. Like, oh, shit. A, yeah. It, like, City. Yeah, yeah you're, you turn this corner and you're on a you know four or six lane highway. And there's a big hill on one side and a big hill on the other side. And that's what it looks like. Somebody just cut right through, yeah. you know, a bigger hill. And, and all of a sudden, if you if you come in at night, I mean, that sucker it's is really all neat up. Looking. The only the only skyline that I really have ha- ever had uh, a more profound experience with was Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you, yeah. When you come out of the tunnel, man, it's <laughs> like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so for 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 a boat party purpose, you know, like, I mean, it is it's really cool because we go up, you know, from one side of the the skyline all the way to the other and then all the way back. And the whole the whole thing ends up taking three or four hours, you know, so, um, you know, uh, the the only bad part is, is if if you get motion sickness. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really I get motion sickness on boats. And when I was on that, I didn't really think about it. They're 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 a lot bigger than like, you know, your your speedboat or your pontoon. You're also moving back and forth. Exactly. It's it's, it's a social event as well. So it's not like you're in one spot feeling the boat. Right. Yeah. And looking out at the water, too. Yeah. Yeah. The the worst part is uh, shove off and and land and coming back. So like uh, those can be a little jarring Uh, back in the day when we, uh, you know, before four CDJs when we were doing them with turntables. <laughs> that was always, oh, yeah. that was always a lot of fun because like, as soon as, you know, we would have music going before, you know, the boats would take off and every time, you know, the tugboat, you know, grabs a hold of them and, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, you all, you hear, you know, records just going, <laughs> damn it. Daggone it. Rewind. <laughs> So yeah, um, well, it, well, I'll, I'll keep you guys uh, uh, in the loop as far yeah, as yeah. Uh, see, I never made going. it out to one, so I, I would love. A good time. Yeah, Tony to play played one, one for I us. Played one, and I was a patron on one. I, okay. Uh, the last Halloween one that Stewart played. He yeah. Was, he was dressed up as a doctor. There's a bunch yep. of pictures yep. of him around <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the last one that I went to. Oh but wow. It was yeah. a good time, man. Yeah. Boats fun. Yeah. Um, but what we're hoping to do is uh, is modernize it. You know, yep. bring, okay. bring it up to, you know, because uh, there's a there's a standard in American uh, uh, raving, if you want to even call it that. But the electronic music scene now where, you know, it's not fair for us to charge 15 bucks a head for an all local lineup, whether it's on a boat or not. You know, yeah, if, if we're going to charge any significant amount of money just for the door cover and like I said, three, three to four hours, you know, it, our patrons are going to want a lot more. Of, of an experience than that, you know, yeah. they can see Trip Turlington or David Michael or Mo Dingo or Tony DeSero anywhere in Ohio for, yeah. or, you know, wherever we play for five bucks five if we bucks. do a, yeah, yeah. a whole local lineup. But, you know, so for them to pay fifteen dollars, you know, yeah, the, the boat is part of the, the experience, experience and it may be a novelty. But for some people, it's not worth the extra 10 bucks. They don't cons- they don't consider the venue costs and all that right, stuff. They right. don't really give a shit about that. Right. You know it's what I'm saying? About when it comes to them paying fifteen dollars, right? You know, and, and that's, that's, that's not understandable. My right? Yeah, right? It's understandable. But because of the cost of that venue, that's what you have to charge. You, well, it, we actually to bring a headliner, we actually have to charge more than you that. charge more. But yeah, that gives yeah. you the reason to charge that money too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there has to be value added to that cost. Absolutely. Then the boat is your value add, not your main draw. Exactly. And the cool thing is, is when you do book headliners you know today it's it's a lot different than booking you know 15 years ago when we were booking raves you know you call up the agent here's your <laughs> here's your price boom done now it's and, and, what are you and, charging and you got three national headliners and an is- international headliner and you could afford to put all yeah. of them on the and, same on lineup same for 25 dollars <laughs> right but now i mean and no beer if you <laughs> yeah, no, when you no when when the offer goes to the agent you can put in the venue costs and they take that into consideration. Right. No. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, okay, this guy's paying 
X amount for this venue, we'll just throw a number out there and say $500. Well, that's $500 show cost. They know that you can put 200 people on the boat at $20. Right. This is your potential gross right here, you know, and they take all that into consideration, which is cool. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, because at the end of the day, it's business. Yeah. You know, so it it makes sense for them, you know, because if I just say, hey, I'm headliner XYZ and I'm not going to play for less than 5,000, you know, okay, well, then there's you're never going to play certain venues ever again, you know, because certain venues and certain markets just aren't going to be able to afford that. Right. So if you can afford, if you can adjust your thinking and adjust your business model to say, okay, in New York, LA, Chicago, Miami, you know, and all those other bigger cities, you know, okay, that's where I'm going to get my five to Mm $10,000 as a headliner or whatever. Um, but, but you do these medium to small markets. Yeah, as I'm yeah. traveling back and forth in between them. I mean, we know some headliners that, I mean, that's what they do. They'll mm-hmm. they'll go right out on Facebook and say, you know, hey, I'm playing, you know, uh, Orlando today and I'm playing, you know, L.A. tomorrow and then I'm going to be in Seattle. Is there anybody in Texas that might want to pick me up? Yeah, why uh, not you know? scoop one up in the, on the way? Right, yeah. right, yeah. I mean, and it, it happens all the time. And, it's all and, about routing. Yeah, yeah. And people will, will, will cut deals exactly mm-hmm. for that, for the routing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's. So. I mean, that was another reason that, that that played a big factor in getting Sasha, right? Um, because he was we were in New York. Yeah. He was in New York the night before. Didn't have anything that Saturday. You know, why not shoot over a two-hour flight? You know, play for a couple hours, make some money, and go back to New York right, the next right, day. You right. know, and yeah, routing plays a huge factor. Mo, who was your friend from St. Louis? Was it that you were telling me about? I'd say within the past maybe two months, I had an individual reach out to me from St. Louis, Ron Holtzman. Was this a listener? Yeah, one of our listeners. Uh, he actually just hit me up because he knew like the area I work in is different than y'all. We're mainly related to sports and mobile stuff. Oh, okay. And he is uh, involved with a organization that their emphasis is uh, like fitness events. So like the... Um, fitness figure, physique, and bodybuilding events. And what he was trying, what he had said is he found struggles in the music that was provided at some of these events. And the music a, that was provided? Like the, like they would just play like just really bad music. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> and, uh, so whatever was there, whatever was, was there, is what they played. whoever had their, whoever's iPod, you know, wasn't yeah. being used is basically what got, what got played. Okay. And, He's got a musical background. He was reaching out to me, just saying, "Hey, this is what this is the organization I'm involved with. This is what I want to do. You know, this is kind of like what I have in mind. You know, how do you do X, Y, and Z? How do you decide what? You know, when do you do this? You know." And then he started asking me about, you know, well, if I have this software, should I go with this or that? And so I just kind of gave him some basic feedback on what I thought, and it just and it turned into like this this email back and forth. We pretty communicate pretty regularly now, which is pretty awesome to know that people are actually soliciting our help, and I totally appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And totally respect the fact that he values my opinion. But he's getting to the point now where he's ready to do his first show here pretty soon, and the way he phrased it, he's like, he's 100% confident in his ability, but it's his gear <laughs> that he's had issues with. So he fell victim to the Windows 10 update where uh, everything was working one day yeah, yeah. and then he went to load up the next day and nothing. Yeah. So he said he had to rebuild his laptop, I think twice in a week. Oh, what software does he use? Uh, windows. Uh, oh, and then, uh, so he was using Serato, uh, but okay, he it. thinks part of the problem is that I think he was using Ableton and Serato on the same computer. So he's gone to, uh, basically just wiping out the laptop that he uses only mm-hmm. using that for for Serato and skinning it down mm-hmm. and then putting the Ableton on a completely separate mm-hmm. desktop that he's going to use so at home. So he used an Ableton to, to do some live sequencing and stuff to, to know, add I, on to I, that? I, I don't really remember what he was using that for, but because he's got a musical background, I think he just used that for the production. For production. He know. didn't intertwine. Oh, so you're just saying it was on the machine. You're correct. Yeah. It was, yeah. He used it on there often, but not correct. that he was using it. So, so maybe okay. it was gotcha. just a... Uh, a stress factor yeah, on, yeah. on the on the yeah, computer. I, I, I never ran into that. Um, and actually, uh, since getting the Mac, um, I've I've actually started playing around with having Ableton and Serato and using uh, Ableton's Link. Yeah, which is actually pretty cool because they they. Do you want to come over and play with that sometime? Sure. Because yeah. I've been I've been looking for an excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. To like link a bunch of stuff up together yeah, and just see. What it's we can actually do with it. pretty cool. Like I mean, because you can load things up into Ableton, and 
and and link and link it directly with Serato, and all of a sudden everything just works just off works the same together. MIDI clock. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. What <laughs> well, took so well. long? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, so absolutely. We you, can. You did okay running them simultaneously on. Yeah, that? all I did. I mean, and and it was just like ten minutes of me just fussing around with loops and and just you know tinkering with it yeah. because I saw it my 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 Serato updated and I was all like. Oh, let's see what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, see, the closest I've come to doing that was I, I brought my, uh, you know, I have a machine studio. Right. And I had that running alongside Tractor, and I was just screwing around with it. it just right. I'm like, I wonder if my machine can handle doing both of these things at the same time. And it right. did okay. But the machine was outputting audio through the internal sound, which is uh, not yep. ideal. Yep. So there's a latency thing there. Right. So I never really got too far into it, but I really, I just want to get a pile of laptops and devices and sync them all together <laughs> and, and have a nerd fest. <laughs> right. Wow. Our modern day version of a LAN party. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I haven't been able to connect with him yet uh, at one of his events because just uh, scheduling conflicts, but, but the, uh, they have like a particular season that they do these events and it's, off the beaten path of the normal season that I participated with, with with the CrossFit and the football games. So I'm hoping maybe in the future I can connect with him and go to one of his shows and maybe actually, you know, do some support for him and DJ there. And I think that'd be pretty cool because it's, although it is sport, it's a different avenue than what I'm used to. So I'd be really interested in trying to help out with one of those events. So Rob, yeah, really appreciate the email reaching out, man. It's a, it's been really cool communicating back and forth with you and, there's anybody else out there that has questions about what I do or, you know, come feel free to pick my brain and the other three guys in this room feel the same way. So, Oh yeah. yeah it's been really cool. Like I think I've mentioned it on the show before where, uh, you know, it's, it, occasionally, you know, we'll, we'll get hit with, you know, a bunch of different questions or emails or comments and stuff at, at once. And David, you know, I mean, I've seen you, you, you've gone on a, on a big spree lately where it's like, you know, yeah. I see some comments come I binge in and reply. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've seen some of them and I'm like, ah, mental note. I need to reply to that one. Cause I got a thought for that. And then of course I've, life I, happens. Yeah. yeah. But, um, some people have hit me up in direct messages, you know, either through SoundCloud or through email and stuff like that. And it's, it's really cool to be able to help out people. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what, and even if I don't know the answer, you know, sometimes, you know, okay. It's well, still cool to figure it out between the right, two of you. Right. Yeah. Because then, you know, get some more information and then, you know, that gives me a chance to Google things in between work projects and stuff. So I'm yeah. like, all right, yeah, I got 15 minutes. I could blow, you know, just go check this stuff out and, you know, kind of help me, you know, people get work, working with a, with, you know, some kind of a solution. Yeah. I think Wait. the coolest one I had, I think she was like a third grade teacher from Spain oh, was wanting right. to know like how to like play music for, for young kids like that. Oh, and cool. I was like, huh? Okay. I can figure this out. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's really cool about that, uh, this case in particular with, uh, you know, you found somebody who does something so similar mm-hmm. to, you know, in this, in the same arena to yeah. what you do. And, and that's really cool because, I'm always worried that that we're going to hammer home the the club thing too much yeah. because that's that's our personal experience, right, you know, right. of, of a lot of us in this room, and to to find somebody who's doing, you know, who can really take some valuable information from what you're you're saying there. That's really a cool thing that we've yeah totally you know been able to connect with people like that through this show and right. and be able to share those perspectives that we you know we all have our own little our niche, pieces you know. to right. to address and. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty cool. So, um, you said this person, I, I, I'm sorry, Rob Ron? Holtzman, Rob, Rob yeah. um, is about to do their first event. I believe uh, that he had a event. It's either this weekend or last weekend. Oh, okay. And I haven't had a chance to reach. So out maybe to it's him, already gone down. Yeah. So I actually, I'm to the point where I just want to actually call him and just talk because nice. you know, email it's kind of laborious and yeah. you know trying to link up and answer specific questions because sometimes we're sending emails back and forth at the same time mm-hmm. so yeah it'd be really cool to actually just t- chat with him and kind of pick his brain because that's an avenue of sport I've never delved into so I've actually been kind of looking around locally to see if there's any similar organizations that do those types of events and maybe reaching out to them just to check it out so that way I can better help him 
understand, you know, my philosophy on how I would manage one of those situations. So, do you sure. think it's going to be a similar kind of setup to what you do, to where you have actually kind no. of that that event driven, you know, like play for a segment and then make an announcement and play for a segment? Well, their their segments are super short; they're like ninety seconds long oh, because wow. the athlete okay. will come out and do their. Uh, like they're they're walk they'll walk the stage and do certain poses and stuff like that, but then even before that, there's like a prejudging, where everyone do a lot of like these compulsory, uh, uh, I guess poses and stuff like that, and he said that's where like the real hardcore judging takes place and trying to keep, you know, a mood during that piece, and then also like when they do the walkout, like the kind of you know walk the runway type deal, yeah, you know, that was the part where he was. You know, asking for advice, you know, and then like the well, award ceremonies got, yeah, and things like for, that. For that, that's easy. Eye of the Tiger? No. No. I'm Too Sexy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all 32 contestants, I'm sure that will go over like magic. Just loop it. I'm also too sexy for my show. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> I think that, that yeah, would be perfect that, for yeah. yeah, yeah. Boom. All, all the contestants. All of them. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess that's a good place to wrap it up. Right yeah. said Fred. I think we caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're caught up. This has been the Passionate DJ Podcast. Take care, guys. Easy. Later. Yup. Out. Thanks for listening to the Passionate DJ Podcast at www.passionatedj.com. Check out the fan page at facebook.com slash passionatedj or on Twitter at DJ with Passion. And always remember to keep on spinning. <laughs> funny sidebar about that um so where i work there's an after hours uh cell phone so that goes off whenever there's a uh, an issue at and that's work. the ringtone <laughs> and well so the all that was on there were like system ringtones and so you know everybody found you know everybody likes to you know have you know their own like ringtone so there were a few yeah. like custom ones on there that people had put on there but people were still sleeping through, you know, those things. And if the system is down, you need to wake the fuck up, right? (laughs) (laughs) I took it upon myself to take all of their custom ringtones that people had put on there and then like a dozen or more like of other ringtones of my own choosing. Mm -hmm. And I looped them, ran them through compressors and limiters and EQ'd them so that they could sound as loud as possible on the, on the, on the, on the support phone. So now, and one of them was right. Said Fred, I'm too sexy, too sexy main offender in the loudness (laughs) war over there. (laughs) So like now, like everybody who gets the phone is like, and so like I, I put them into like eight minute loops on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you are not a nice person. No, no, I'm I'm the least popular person for everyone who is on call when they're on call. And they're like, God, how do you stop this? And I'm all like, you don't. <laughs> because it's so loud that like, you know how you've got different levels of volume. As soon as you turn it up to one, it's as loud as it goes. Like, so you can turn it all the way up and it doesn't get any louder, but you can't turn it down. Like the only way you could turn it down is if to put it on vibrate. Uh, so but yeah. but I'd imagine that the missed call rate has dropped significantly. <laughs> it absolutely. Has. Take the curve adjustment on a mixer. Bro, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.